news virginia high school shooting jesus yeah but it's another shoot you want to open a podcast over the shooting god damn. i just wow. saw i saw it earlier today it said newport news virginia you know that's just down the street from y'all not I really ain't down the street from me i'm it's down the street for you compared to me so yeah it's down the street from you three hours away um yeah man, damn if it bleeds it leads looks like <laughs> scorn lovers man scorn lovers I hate I hate even talking about that shit because it feels like you know what I'm saying like you giving uh you giving them fucking fame where they shouldn't get the shit. I I don't mind talking about it just as long as we don't talk about the dude's name. Talk about how fucking stupid they are. Talk about fucking come on, bro. It looks like this dude was a scorned lover. This 17 year old dude is a scorned lover. Went up and shot a girl. Shot a dude. The parties know each other. Um. I'm just saying, we, we just came off the DC Comedy Festival. So I wanted to start with something a lot. Yeah, let's let's start with some levity. Let's yeah. end it. Let's end it with some horrific. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! You can't have levity if you don't have tragedy, guys. So here's the tragedy. School. With it. That's why I'm mad with it. With it. With it. That's why I'm mad with it. Get out the trap with it. Whatever you want, whatever you need, it's on tab. Get it. That's why I'm mad with it. That's why I'm mad with it. I'm ready to call an oh, audible. Omaha. What's going on, everybody? It's the I'm Gonna Get In Trouble podcast with your boy Eddie Lyles. Lloyd Lee is in the building for some reason. He got his head cut all the way the fuck off. This shit's so weird. Terrence G is in the building. What's going on, bro, bro? I'm happy to be here. You know, it, it's still thrown. I, I realize this is week two of Lloyd, you know, taking the locks back, but it's still, I don't know. It's just something about just seeing, you know, that, Shadow marking, whatever, just throws me off, Lloyd. It's all Yo, good. Yeah, it's all good. I love you, and I feel fucking sexy as shit now. Do you though? I do. Did, did you gonna, look in the hold on, give me a second. I'm, I'm moving my desk so I can lower myself to your levels here, people. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, no, I just didn't. I just, I just didn't scoot up. That's all. I haven't scoot up yet. That's all. Okay. There you go. <laughs> now we're back. Why you face the entire podcast, Eddie? <laughs> Hey, I'm a big boy, fam. I'm a big boy. Ooh. Nah, man. What up? What did you guys? How was you guys' week last week? We didn't let's, get to do any let's, interviews. Let's start with how yeah. was your week, how sir? Was your week, fella, sir. My, my week was hectic and uh, I don't know. Uh, 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 very um, annoying. That's okay. the best way to put but, it. But Look. now that it's over, right? Because we we knew going up to the lead up that you had, you know, the nervousness. You had the Fuck this shit. I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. All the stuff that comes with comedy in general producing. Now that it's done, Eddie, how do you feel? Uh, I feel like I don't want to do this shit again. That's what I feel. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you want to do three more of these, these festivals. Um, like, I would feel like I don't want to do this shit no more. That's what I feel like. No, dude, I mean, like at the end of the day, bro, like uh, Lloyd, me and Lloyd talked about it. If anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the DC Comedy Festival. And Eddie had a hand in making it a success. Yeah, I had a hand in it. So, <laughs> if, if you've ever listened to the podcast, you might have heard something along those grumbling, you know, some grumblings along those lines that Eddie sometimes plays a role in the DC Comedy Festival. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, Every now and not, again. not often. Well, nah, I mean, at the end of the day, bro, like it was fun, man. I had a good time. Um, it's, I think a lot of people don't like 48 Law says, don't tell people how hard shit is. 
You know what I mean? And I'm yeah. like, fuck that 48th law. Like, I'm yeah. not. <laughs> I, hate, you, I hate the 48 laws, bro. No bullshit. Nah, I like them. Okay, continue. <laughs> Tell us more about the DC Comedy Festival, sir. Nah, nah I want to hear your 48 laws. Go. Why you don't like the 48 oh, laws, bro? It's like three laws of how to be a good person and then like 92 laws of how to be a dick. Or to recognize dickery. Okay, sure. Kind of like- I made that word up, but dictometry. It's the secret art of dictometry. Exactly. (laughs) It shows you. It couldn't be dickology, right? Because that'd be like the study of dick. So you don't want to go that far. So, dickery. Dickery. Yeah. Well, it's like trickery. How how to not make friends. How not to make friends. (laughs) No, because I feel like a really shitty porn name, Dick Trickery. (laughs) If you think about the 48 laws, right? This is what the 48 laws do to you, right? The 48 laws let you see what other people do to get power and manipulate. So now you have two choices in it. You can understand it and so you can avoid it or understand it so that even if you accidentally, because they're all human nature traits. None of the the traits are like things that people, I want to say, go out and... All uh, traits are human traits. You know what you know what I mean when I say you <laughs> asshole. You fucking unless, dick. Unless we could just have you some and your dickery. <laughs> you and your dickery. Law forty three. No, no, I'm saying though, it's like it's not something that's just uh, uh, developed over time. Like people, I'm sorry, it's not something that people learn to do. It's something that people just develop over Refined. time. You get what I'm yeah, saying? I got you. Yeah. So, so at the end of the day, it's like yo, you can learn these lessons so that you can stay away from them. You can learn these lessons to not manipulate people, but they still get ahead. And you can learn, because all the 48 laws, what everybody doesn't get, not everybody, a lot of people don't get about the 48 laws is most of the laws counterdict another law. If you actually look at Mm. the whole thing, Mm. one Mm. of the, Mm. like, you get what I'm saying? There's a law to beat every law, but they all, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like a, a serpent eating his tail. You know what I mean? Like, it's in that sequence. I wanted I wanted to use an anime reference, but I was like, "You guys will not get it." So. Fucking nerd! That would be some serious <laughs> nerd. Sh- I even tagged you in a nerd meme for that reason. I saw it because it's an anime, and I was like, I saw "Oh, that's Eddie right there." Yeah. Oh, that, that, that's fact. That's why. I, that's why I accepted the tag. What the fuck? Like, you can't tag me unless I allow you to. <laughs> I don't think people understand that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But no, no. But me. yeah, rock paper scissors of power. That's really what it is, bro. Like, uh, so like, don't ever, don't ever bypass the master, right? Learn how to be. No, ever outshine the master. Outshine your master. Yep. You you gotta outdo him. In order to outdo him, you gotta not outshine him until you're ready to outdo him. Exactly. Being being a concierge, you know what I'm saying? Like learning to take orders, not be the person that gives the orders all the time. Sometimes you can just sit back, shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? And let things come to you. I so, do like, or, I do you like know what the, mean? the, the art of being silent. I think the law of infection is probably one of my favorite ones. because the I law think of you're saying that wrong, but go ahead. How am I saying it wrong? The law of infection, right? Yeah, because I, I, it was basically like unvoiding the unhappy and miserable people because they infect you, right? I thought that yeah. was like one of the earlier... I thought it was like top 10, but uh, the infection one I thought was always pretty good because that infects your mindset, that infects like your actions and all of that. Avoid the unhappy, avoid the miserable, the unlucky, etc. I know, I know, I know what you're talking about now. I I was like, I'm trying to figure out what you were saying, but I get it. I get what you're saying now. Now, it's uh, at the end of the day, yeah, because it's not, um, I don't. 
that's not fully low. But the point I'm making, <laughs> I get your point. It's, it's, it's a lot of laws. It's 48 of them. Um, <laughs> Could you imagine if the commandments were 48 of them? Do you think people would still be spouting off of the commandments if there was 48 like, of them? The, the, the commandments are contradictory too, bro. How are the commandments contradictory? Don't fornicate. Don't commit adultery. Bitch, that's the same thing, son. No, 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 no. No. What is fucking? What is fucking? What is fucking someone specific? I was gonna say one's fucking, one's fucking around. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, bro, you can't. I can't. I can't cover somebody's wife, bro. That's fucked up, bro. What? Which commandment was like? Don't fornicate. (laughs) That's not a commandment, sir. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, so that's ten. That's ten, and we fuck it up. Imagine if 48 were like <laughs> you had to have some sort of like Sunday school memory test to hit it. It was like all 48. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> hey, right. you know, Moses had to come down with like tablets, right? So it was like there was like 19 other tablets up there. It was like, hey, don't punch your neighbor in the face. Don't kick his cat. No. So he's like, you know what? The, the, the first trek down, Moses is like out of fucking breath and everything. <sighs> Here are the Ten Commandments. The first one. I got to go back up and get there's there's 38 I'm, just more. Trying to I'm still look, you trying to get away from it and I'm I listen, I've been in the mode of embarrassing people lately. I just want to see this law that you talking about. What law are you ta- what what law is this? Law the of infection? infection? Yeah, yeah, wait, wait, wait. I can't see it too well. Where's where's one about avoiding unhappy people? Is there not one about avoiding the unhappy and unlucky? That's that's the infection one, right? Yeah, I, I've never heard it said like that. That's why I was like, what are you talking about? That is, okay. Yeah, I know what you're saying, though. I do understand what you're saying. Yeah. See, because that's, yeah, how, that's how I've always ingested the information, right? Like, mm-hmm. quick fact about me. When I read something, I have to sit and think about that bitch for a bit. I have to read it, probably read it twice, and then sit and think about it. To sit, like, if I want to learn it, that's what I do. I'll sit back and think about it. And I liked learning that one, and the infection one made, it, made a whole lot of sense. Don't let infected yeah. ass people sit next to you, man. For the same reason to COVID, to just shitty mindsets. It's going to infect you. Hell no. Yep. Yeah, no, I'm with you, bro. I'm with you. Like well, people, and then basically what it's talking about is more about people that complain all the time. People that oh, always yeah. people that always are like, yo, like this doesn't go well for me. This doesn't go well for me. This doesn't go well for me. This if it doesn't, if everything doesn't go well for me, it's about time for you to stop, bro. It's basically. <laughs> Like I, in a comedic equivalent, I'd imagine it's the same thing as hanging out with the people that constantly say, oh, I don't get booked because I'm funnier than them. And I don't get booked because the MC's intimidated by me. And it's like, mm, you either don't get booked because you're an asshole or they don't know you. Like it's But, the, one of those but this is why I always talk to y'all about the fucking, that's why I don't like when people do that shit. When people come on, on, the, on the podcast and they always be like, oh, I didn't, this didn't happen. So I did like, all right, man. Fair point. Ooh. But I think that's a, that's a. I think that's a rampant thing that happens as a young comic, right? I, I think we all kind of tend to run through the same lines where if it goes really well, you're like, yeah, I was meant to be here. And then you expect to start getting paid pretty soon on. If it doesn't go well, you kind of struggle through, but you hit the certain points and you know what they're going to hit. And I think some people just hit that point and have yet to grow out of the, I'm, I'm so funny and that's why I'm not booked. Yeah. Also, you know, I think the problem, I know that I can speak on it because that's what happened to me was like, when you book a, something big, right? Something like a, something of note, you book that and that's all you focus on. You forget about booking. What's the night after that? What's the night after that? What's the night after that? And then you come off this big show 
and then you're like, wow, my books are empty. Why? You know, right, 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 right. right. And I think that that's kind of the the weird business mentality that a lot of comics don't have is like you have to book six months out solid and every day is another day added on to that last six months. So you get off stage, you're like, okay, I should be booking for six months from tonight, but we don't do that. Yeah, that's. I mean, the 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 ability to think ahead, and I'm I had that I'm having this trouble right now because of the festival, right? Uh, not the festival's fault; it's my fault. Um, of I got we got shows this week. I got shows this week, and literally, I was been focused so much on the festival that I was like, oh shit! Like, I forgot to set up a lot of stuff that I would have normally set up already for these shows. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like I had to, I had to create like three flyers last night. I got comics calling me, but I still got to pay out stuff from the festival. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's a it's a bitch and a half. So it's like planning ahead. Us learning how to plan ahead is something that I don't think most comics don't even think about. Right? You know what I mean? Um, like I've been talking to go ahead, go ahead. Because like if you get a job, right? Let's say like you're an actor. You get a job, be like, okay, I landed this job. I know I'm working for the next three, four months, uh, and then we'll figure out from there. Well, you know, you get you land a job, like, well, I'm good. I just got to show up to work every day. But as a comic, like, you get off stage, shit. If you didn't book anything, you didn't book anything. Nothing is booked yeah. if you didn't book it. Yeah. So since we're in the vein of talking about all that stuff with comedy, Eddie, what's what's your funniest story from the festival? Ooh. What's your funniest one without getting people in trouble, obviously? Ooh. Oh, funniest story. Let's see. So, <laughs> comedy loss. What the fuck so, do you think I said? Like, you took too long. No, no, no. Because I was, because you, you, you do understand that. <laughs> hey, Lloyd, I've been watching Golden Child, baby. Listen. That's why I said I wanted, I wanted to make sure. You ain't getting nobody in trouble. You ain't getting yourself in trouble unless it's time to get in trouble. You see, all, you saw Eddie like go through the no, right, right, yeah, no, yeah. No. yeah. I had a swerve, bro. Had Basically, swerve, that was bro. that was like the nonverbal equivalent of like the shitty computer being like processing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a swerve, bro. It <laughs> was a shitty loading. Screen. I had a swerve, bro. No, so I think so the I funniest. You, so, hear, so we move. I hear you. Huh? You might have broke a chair. Is this true, Eddie? Did you break a chair? If you would let me get to the goddamn story. Then you would have heard it already, you Again? fuck nut. Again? Jesus Christ. I've been what trying to get this story for the last t- whole minute. No, so we moved to the comedy loft. We moved, moved from Miracle. A situation happens. Tony Woods um, had to back out and go out of town. So we go to the comedy loft. When we go to the comedy loft, they have male strippers. Oh, I'm sorry. Male, a male review. Oh, yeah. Right? Right? So they have. So we have the show on Friday night. And then on, Saturday, on, on Friday night after the show, they have the male review. Right, Saturday we come in, you know, we like yo, it's gonna be probably about 150, 200 people in here. It was like, okay, we got you guys. They don't turn the lights off on the back, and they turn the lights off on in the back area of the DC Comedy Law. Lloyd knows exactly what I'm talking about, right? When they turn the lights off, they put a broken chair in the middle of the stepway so that people don't go up into the back area. But now that it's 200 people. You gotta use that back area. So I, I was, go to I was sit thinking there. logistically, like two hundred people in that area. That's it, a fucking cramped. Yeah. No, no, it's, no, no. It's, it's the whole the whole building. Yeah. If it's two twenty five. Yeah. Okay. 
two twenty five. So, so if you go to if you get to two, yeah, if you get to like one, anything over one sixty, you got to use that back area. Right. And so I guess they didn't move one of the chairs that broke during the mail review. So I go. I'm talking to Rob. I'm talking to Rashawn. I'm talking to uh, Shevitz, and I'm mad about something else. And I go to sit down. Mm. And when I go to sit down, the chair's not connected. Mm. And that drink just literally, and luckily, my knee wasn't hurting that bad that day. It started hurting afterwards. But literally, I had to grab Shevitz, the pole, the <laughs> the wall, <laughs> Rashawn. Like, dude, it was it was bad. Was I was falling, he was stuff. falling for seven minutes. Wait, wait, wait. Like, dude, it was bad. I can't it was bad. That, that's how you know Eddie was falling and it was like a life or death because he grabbed for Shevitz. Because on life, <laughs> Shevitz is already I'm there. not grabbing Shevitz of all people. Because Shev Shevitz is going to be the dude that like grabs my hand to let me slip out as he talks shit as I'm yes. slowly falling. Yes. Drinking hands. Hold up. So hold up. Oh. So hold up. Shevitz, the whole time Shevitz is just like looking at Rob and Rashawn like not right now. Now, like you remember, the, you remember the Matrix, Drake. You remember the Matrix when when uh when Twitch dies, and she's like, "Not like this, not like this." <laughs> <laughs> That's all I felt, son. That's all. Not like this. Not like this. No, yeah. <laughs> Yo, it was so bad. And then, like, yeah, I tell, I tell James, I tell James, I tell one of the guys. Oh yeah, and I had a drink in my hand. I tell one of the guys. I'm like, "Yo, I just broke a chair today." He's like, "Oh." I forgot to move that one. It's like, and I just walked off. Like, don't talk. Cause now I just the guy who broke the chair. That this is going on for life now. You get what I'm saying? This is gonna this is this is my life. I have to worry and, about a broke chair. And the thing is, is nobody here knows whether or not you're making up the story about the chair being broke beforehand. Because both both stories are First highly one. probable. It could if haven't been to the DC Comedy Loft. I understand that they used to do burlesque shows and things like that. Very possible, people. For anybody out Personal. there, it's very possible that could Personal. be a thing. Personal. However, if you've seen any, it's no, also no. very possible. Possible, it's Personal. a thing. That the on, other chair wanna, was hey, in hey, good working order. Hey, 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 hey! hey. <laughs> I just want to make sure you know. I want you to know this from the bottom of my heart. From the bottom, when I see you, I'm gonna fuck you up. I just want to. Know, I just want okay. you to know that gentlemen, I'm gonna slam you into a chair, gentlemen. When I see, will the chair be pre-broken? The moment for the broken. We should be pre-broken. If not, I don't want it. Can we take a moment? We're gonna see how much WWE you like, sir. Can we take a moment for me? You and Chair gonna talk. Moment of silence for that chair. You know what? If that day comes that I know I have to meet Eddie and it's on on site, I'm bringing a spicy beef patty as a distraction. He's gonna have this ready to choke me. Then I forgot. I forgot they I forgot they continue that joke, bro. I swear to God. And now winter's coming back up. I got, I know I gotta bring it back. I got, I got you, I'm gonna do it tonight. I, I gotta got go you. do it tonight. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think what you need to do is go to lugs.com <laughs> and get ass. a new pair of boots. That All right. So any anyway, so anyway, so what happened was in right? the winter in the winter snow because you got no no. So back to our back to our original heads. back to our original thing, yo, because we always lose people when y'all talk lugs, and I don't know why y'all keep doing it. All right, so listen, like look, zero people. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we got back end, we got back end money, Eddie. Nah, nigga. Nah, nigga. I'm lugs good. Kickbacks are gonna be coming in sweet. 
these love kickback monies ain't coming in at all, motherfucker. I don't know what the fuck you think this is. Just that lugs coming in. Shut the fuck up, yo. <laughs> uh, we need to hey, cut hey, all hey, of Lugs. these promos and just hey, tag hey, Lugs. Hey, just... <laughs> do they even have an Instagram page? Let's figure this out. Yes. <laughs> yes, they do. No, what else I was to say, bro? No, no. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, so, like, the festival, this is what I say about the festival, right? Just to get to it, right? Festival is great. I think a lot of people don't understand. I, I I I learned a valuable lesson. I'll say that much. And the lesson that I learned, I've been known it, and I always forget it, but I had to relearn it again. Right? Mm. I played sports. So when you play sports, most people know when you play sports, physical can always be forgiven, as long as you apologize or get past it. Right? And I'm so like certain things when you say certain things to me. I get, I get heated. You know what I mean? Like, there's okay. certain things that, like, I just, I like, and we've had our conversation. Everybody's had their conversations of like different things that we don't do to each other because, listen, like, nah, bro. No. And then, and once somebody says it, you're respectful and you move on. My list is a lot longer because I'm a sensitive big dude. Like, and I get it, but I'm also the big dude who can't get away with. You get what I mean? Like, if Lloyd, if somebody made Lloyd so pissed off that Lloyd went over and punched him in the face, right? Everybody would be like, Lloyd, you're a bitch. You call you call the police on Lloyd Lee. Are you serious? Like, if he knocks you out, he knocks you out. Just call it a day, bro. Like, <laughs> it is what it is. If How do you I not hit see you, coming? Yeah. If I hit you, everybody's like, no, nigga, you need to call police. Like, Eddie too big to be doing all that shit. Like, oh, come on, man. So everybody, I think a lot of people think they can say a lot of stuff to big dudes, and they just it's like, oh, it's okay. Because like we're not supposed we're supposed to be the docile ones. We're supposed to. You know what I'm saying? Like, people like Lloyd can be angry Napoleon types and fight all the time, and everybody will just be like, "Man, he's just angry." Well, but he'll never really go to jail. For it. Isn't that all it's they expected. do? They just fight. <laughs> it's no, I didn't say Asian. I said angry, but I cool. <laughs> I thought, I, I've seen them in the movies. That's all they do is fight all the time. Yeah. Man, I, I think I think when you do that as a big as if you over if you're over six feet, if you're over six feet over two hundred and ten pounds. Like motherfuckers are gonna call the cops on you. Like you gotta realize that shit. So it's like uh, it was it was it was things that I had to like realize. Like oh okay, I gotta calm the fuck down. <laughs> like, and that's where that's where it boils down to. I, I think uh, I think a lot of people don't understand the frustrations of doing this shit, man. You're working with a lot of different people, and a lot of different emotions are going through. And 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 if you don't learn how to handle those emotions correctly with whoever you're dealing with. It can go back. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's the thing. I guess my question is, okay, some people think like, oh, a festival is basically like running a show, but you're running like seven of them back to back. Right. Is the one thing that you know that people don't understand about running Mm. a festival versus running like a show or seven shows in a row? Like I didn't, I'm not, you're not dealing with when you, when you are, you understand, everybody understands it. Everybody doesn't want to. And what I mean by that is, all right, when you do one show, right, who do you have to talk to? You got to talk to the vendors. You got to talk to the comedians. You got to talk to if you have a DJ or if you have a PA guy or if you have somebody doing music, you might have to talk. That might be an added expense. If it's, if it's anybody black most likely running it, you got to talk to a DJ, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you got to make sure because it's a festival, you got to have good pictures, right? You got to have people taken care of. You got to have itineraries, right? Now, all of this stuff 
you normally do on one show. At least we do, right? We always have a we 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 primarily have a DJ. We we most of the time have a photographer. Um, we majority of the time ha uh, have a host. We majority of the time have multiple comedians, right? Not multiple. I don't want to say that. At least two, right? Which is still multiple, but you get my drift, right? Now times that every day plus two shows. Ooh. So it's different like shows. I, it's not even in the different same place. shows. It's not even the same place sometimes. So it's like, and even if it is in the same place, that means you got to flip the crowd. You got to deal with these dickheads that come up because sometimes you get people that are drunk. Sometimes you get people who don't know what the fuck they want. You know what I'm saying? All of this different shit. You got to deal with all of these motherfuckers at one time every day. At some time point, you two, just stop. Time seven. Yeah, you're like, yo, like I'm, I'm done, bro. I don't, I don't want to talk to you, motherfuckers. And so, like, that's where the mental part. So, like. You have people, a lot of people that smoke weed. You have a lot of people that do different whistle names, and you're like, I don't understand how they can do that shit. That's the only way for them to get through the day, bro. Yeah. Me, I only thing I got is cigarettes. So everybody's always like, Eddie, you smoke a lot of cigarettes. You smoke a lot of cigarettes. And I'm like, motherfucker, see me doing festival time. See me doing festival weekend. You'll be like, God damn, this boy's lungs is gone. Like, because the cigarettes save people lives. I keep trying to tell people this shit, especially when it comes to me. Cigarettes <laughs> save people lives, bro. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know how to like. Yeah, I think, like I said, and then, and, I, and then the, the biggest part is like I think like um, relying on partners, right? You got to rely on your partners, um, and if you like in partnerships, that's why you build up all these different partnerships, right? Like I, I built a relationship with Rashawn because she used to come to our shows in Laurel, right, Louis? All the time. All the time. Love so we build a relationship with her. So then she normally, like, when we drop the ball, she knows some of the shit that, like, boom, this is where y'all need to be at, right? So she'll jump in. And then I yeah. think a lot of people get used to that. So then yeah. people that should be doing other stuff are looking at her jump in. So they're like, all right, I'm not going to do it. So it's like I even had to, like, tell Rashawn, like, stop. Don't, like, I just need you to do this part. Because I know you know what I, I know. I know you know what I see and how I would do it, but they don't get that. And if, so, if you if you do it, then it's like, okay, then just do it, which takes you away from the task that we all need oh, you to do. The, you thing know that, like, the thing that you're here for, you got to be. Yeah, able to, the thing, yeah, we got because you you the only you the only like I tried to take pictures, shitty. I was like, I'm not doing this shit. <laughs> yeah. So, but, so that's that's two. One big shout out to Rashawn. I know she's been getting a lot here lately, but probably never enough. Rashawn, big shout out always. Facts. Always out there supporting, always doing all the shit, man. She she's the one that gave not me just put it out there. She's our manager. She's the bro. one that like, gave me connections. She does the show after having seen me a couple of times and then put it on. Yeah, she manages the show and everything, but she's always out there, super fucking dope. And right. on top of that, the other thing that made me kind of wonder eddie what's something now having done this right quite a few what this is the fourth rendition of it even though the third the the, the covid one is the really third count. one yeah the COVID so, one, it's the third rendition because we only ran the co uh, comics from the third what, what do you the think the third now we didn't run just dc comics i guess the question is man since we are a comedy podcast what's something you think people should know about festivals that could help them going forward. Like, like for me being an outsider, right? I'm sitting here saying the submission fees are fucking stupid. But now after having met you and understanding, I get it more now, right? Um, I would have said, you know, the lack of response to the, the festivals. That's fucking stupid. 
but I get it now, right? Is there something that you can think of that you're like, look, man, if you've never fucked around with a festival and you're thinking Don't about it. it, this this is what you need to know. <laughs> no, Don't no, I'm saying it. like if you're if you're a comic that's never done a festival and you're like, I want to submit really? to a festival, but you know they come up and they're impatient with you because you don't oh. have you don't have the show. You you know what I'm saying? Like, what's something a regular comic can get from you to not be an asshole when it comes to festival time? I mean, like at the end of the day, Robert Montague said it best, which is one of the reasons why I asked you the question, right? Back in the day, you didn't even have the fucking option to talk to these people. Now, because now because it's easier access, you feel entitled. You can't feel entitled to shit, bro. You're not entitled to a goddamn thing, right? Now, when you want to submit, what are your best chances of getting selected on a submission? Everybody's different, right? And I use it, and I was telling people this shit when it came to submissions. I'm like, make sure you have this, make sure you have this, make sure you have this. And then I look at other people's shit and people don't have any of that shit, right? You got to understand that like certain festivals, certain festivals, the reason why we didn't go only DC Comics, like Lloyd was saying, we, uh, DC Comics, we did primarily DC. We didn't, right? Primarily DC Comics showed up, which I knew was going to happen, right? But we didn't primarily, primarily go with DC Comics. We went with primarily the outside comics. Why did we go primarily with a lot of the outside comics, right? It's because the festival... Is to show off the scene. Right. How can you show off the scene with people that are already in it? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You don't make sense. You see what I'm saying? And that's where everybody gets confused about the festival because it turned like every festival turns into a popularity contest for that city. Shit. Man. Every festival. Shit. And I did, I thought it was just us, but it's every fucking festival. Every festival. You get what I'm saying? Like if you it's, go to if you what? go to San Diego Fest. The people in that's the comics from San Diego are like, well, you didn't get in. That's because you some shit. Like, what the fuck? This is what I, this is what I've I've observed, and maybe I'm wrong, but my observation is basically like the comedy festival in this in in a city will bring in people who run shows in other cities so that they can showcase not the outside talent, but they can show the local talent to the people coming in from at, from out of town. That's right. It's not what I thought it was going to be. I thought I was going to go there. I'm like, hey, let me see if I can't get some work in fucking Kansas City or some shit. No, nope. no, 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 no. They want to bring people who run shows in other cities so they themselves can go out to those cities. Fucking backwards. I was, it's it's a lot of that too, man. And that's why like, I had an argument with a comic at a, at a mic last week um, over this because I sat there and said I wasn't submitting to a festival that was four hours away. And they were like, why not? And I said, I don't know anybody, so my chances of getting in are slim. And that's what right. started the argument. And I was like, I don't I don't know how long you've been doing this, my guy. And maybe your experience has been different because everybody's experience is different. But I have yet to be around any festival that wasn't um, – if you, if you were a complete outsider, good fucking luck. Good yeah. fucking luck. Nah, I mean, so like I'm not we saying don't do that happen. shit. I'm nah, we don't do that good shit. good fucking luck. No, no, I'm being honest with you. We don't do that shit. Now, I, it has been time, certain times where I've seen people on the list, and I've been like, "Nigga, get the fuck out of here, bro." Nah, nah, but Lloyd, Lloyd, Lloyd knows this shit, bro, because we we get a we get a submission committee, right? And the submission committee sends off all the names, and then when they send off all the names, then we get the names, and we go from there. Now, this is what happens that what people don't get, right? People think that because I say I have veto power, right? Like I can be like, "Fuck no, I'm not. We're not using that person," right? That doesn't mean I know that you submitted. So one per I think somebody you told me you submitted before. Um fucking I did a um not when doing the free side, 
right? But I, I did. Who is it? Ray Jubila? Ray Jubila, one of my guys. Shout out! I did his podcast um a couple months back. Um, Ray on his podcast, he was like, "Yeah, I submitted, and I never got selected." And I was like, "You submit for real? You didn't get selected?" He was like, "Nah." Like, and I had to literally go. I'm like, "Dog, I apologize because I know Ray Jubal is funny as fuck." Yeah. So, but if I would have saw his name, I would have been like, "Oh, cool." But I don't see the people. I can only see the people that the submission committee says, "Hey, these people should make it." And sometimes we know some of these people, and we'd be like, "What the fuck are you talking?" Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, oh, you. Like, because we don't know everybody. I don't know everybody on the submission committee. Only one person knows everybody on the submission committee. I don't know everybody on the submission committee. So I'm like, oh, somebody that's on that submission committee knows somebody, and they try to sneak something through. Fuck no, bro. They're not getting on this fucking. Like, not fuck because that it. Guy, fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah. It's not even. Guy. It's not even like I don't like them. It has nothing to do with me not liking them. You shouldn't be. You you shouldn't be on many stages. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna waste other people's submission money uh and, and producers who are coming in from out of town and, and fucking venues. I'm not gonna waste their time so that you can go up there and talk about how much pussy hair you put on the wall. Like I'm just not doing that shit. I'm sorry, bro. All these specific very specific <laughs> I was trying to think of, that's the <laughs> worst. That's literally one of the worst submission videos I've ever seen in my life. Was somebody was like, I put pussy hair all over the wall and if they don't wash it off I know they're dirty and I was like what the fuck that how is this funny how in this remote like this is remotely funny get the fuck out of here so yeah at the end of the day no no I'm being dead ass like not every I won't say I've been in I've been selected by uh, a lot of festivals that I didn't know a person in the festival at all even before I ran festivals so I wouldn't I wouldn't say that's true I will say that what one thing that people don't get about festivals is it's not really who gets on the festival, but who you can meet at the festival. And what nine out of 10 times, what people don't understand is if you just show up to these shows, yeah, you can meet a lot of people from different areas. And that was the point of the fucking DC comedy festival. You I, come, all these people come in from out of town, they get to see our scene, they go back to their scene, they're like, yo, DC scene is so fucking great. I met all these comics, and then the comics from the DC scene get to go out there, and the producers from the DC scene get to pull people back from other cities. So now everybody's not looking at the same old, same old bullshit every goddamn day. You so get that what I'm saying? Be, that'd be one of those gyms, people. Diversify your shit, get out. Yeah, go to yep. places if you can, or whether you're on the festival or not, go to meet yep. people. I, I, I approach I approach festivals the same way I approach college. Like, hey, you can go there and party. You don't actually have to go to college. Like, whenever right. there's whenever there's a, a comedy festival somewhere that I'm close by, I'm like, okay, let me just poke my head in. Let me go network and go hang out. Yeah. Every, yeah, and like people don't understand. Like every day, not like like listen every day. Like if they got a festival for three days, you better be there for three fucking days. Find a way to be there for three days. You don't know. You just don't know who's where, Who? where, or when. Yep. You know, you have to you have to factor in three moving targets: who, where, and when. You know, you'll have two or three shows a night. You gotta be. You gotta be everywhere. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think. I think a lot of people don't realize. Like, a lot of these people that go to these festivals are a lot of people who run other festivals. One, a lot of people who will be your counterparts as you grow into comedy, right? Too. Like, so meaning like, if you only like seven years in and you meet somebody that's eight years in, but they're a little bit better than you, in five years, 
right? That's about the time that they're probably going to be trying to make their run to be on TV or full time or vice, you know what I mean? A whole bunch of different shit. Now you come behind, right? You get you in the same vicinity as them. Oh man, I met you back in. Oh, you yeah, get what I'm saying? Ibrahim yeah, yeah. Khalif. Ibrahim Khalif. Only reason why we even know Ibrahim is because I met Ibrahim at a festival a long time ago, bro. Oh yeah, you the dude that broke the chair. Dope, dope. I remember. Good times. Yeah. Good times. Fuck you, whore. <laughs> Fuck you, whore. Yeah, man, you the guy that broke that perfectly brand new chair that was put off. It wasn't brand new, you piece of shit. You broke up shit. the complete set. Yeah. I've sat on another that? chair, dickheads. You know broke what? That I don't like y'all, man. I don't like y'all right now, man. You guys that's, are mean. That should be the title of your me. comedy album, man. The Ballad of the Broken Chair. The Ballad. <laughs> that chair survived slavery. <laughs> you <That>. killed it. <laughs> wow, Lloyd. Wow, Lloyd. I mean, it's not too far off to say that some of those artifacts throughout D.C. are probably old slavery remnants. Yeah, Here you are, just saying. Taking down Confederate statues and busting up racist I'm chairs. being so honest with you, <laughs> bro. The, I did, the chair was broke, you pieces of shit. Fuck everybody, man. The chair okay. was already broke. No, no, no. The broken chair. Got it. But no, no. I mean, but being honest, though, right? Like, that's that's some of the things that you get to find, right? Like, when I went down to Oak City Comedy Fest, right, um, in North Carolina, but I went down to that drink, uh... I got to meet um 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 I got to meet the festival heads, but I also got to meet um shit. We had her on the podcast. That's how we got her on the podcast is because I opened up for her for the fucking festival. You know what I mean? Like I forgot her name right now. I'm so mad. Right? Now. I'm so mad at myself. But the point of the matter is, is it's all connection based, Chanel right? Ali? Chanel Ali. That's why I mentioned. Up, I opened up for Chanel yeah, Ali at the podcast at the festival. So it's like I don't. We, we would have never. Anthony Johnson was down there in North Carolina a couple of times that I was down there. May he R.I.P. everybody. That's Ezel. Oh, AJ. Yeah. yeah, he just passed away. We yeah. lost, what, three comedians this week? God damn, yeah. man. Like, yeah, it, Norm McDonald, yeah. AJ. Dude, that, that Norm. AJ and then um, the guy from The Wire. Well, I mean, he wasn't a comedian, but oh, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Omar. Yeah. Uh, Omar. Michael, Michael K. Walker, man. Yep. Well, um, that Norm one hit me, man. Hit me a little harder than I don't normally get affected by celebrity ones, but that normal one hit me, man. Ugh. Yeah, no. We should we should uh, talk to James and try to get that chair and just uh, make sure that that stays that chair stays in the back room somewhere. That's the Eddie Lyles chair. Hey, yeah. call it what you want. Listen, I've been telling. Listen, 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 Linda, hey, Linda, 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 Linda. Let's take Linda. a photo of it. Hey, hey, Rashad, do me a favor. Take a photo of that. Let's frame that chair. And that way, it's like a I'll certificate of authenticity that goes with it. Like, it just, but I I'll also, I also want her now. there for like action shots. So I want Eddie to sit back in it and then her to snap as he's falling. But like, I need a whole re fun? recreation. No, no, just, it, just a picture. Turns you, oh, as, as usual, turns you take it a little too far. Like, why? Who the fuck? You think I'm going to fucking try to hurt my knee on purpose, you dickhead? Like, I want you to sit in the chair and break it yeah. on purpose this time. If you were committed to fuck if you were committed to comedy like you say you were, you do it without question. Oh, I'm not there. James, yep, well, James Gage, sorry. Let's, yeah. let's take a then photo of that chair and then just post the though? picture, the portrait of that picture. Just leave it up there just <laughs> randomly. You're like, <laughs> Not it's, it's, Not, it's just plastered all across the DC comedy loft and like every like in the I would bathroom. Take, Instead of I'll all the burlesque that. posters, it's just right there at the top of the urinal. I'll take a picture of the oh. chair, and this is the chair that Eddie Lyles broke. I bet you when you I get famous, you sell that bitch for like a thousand. But the whole I thing was slow motion. I did. I did. 
make stickers, stickers of that chair, just a broken like chair. Just put the broken chair just random places. Oh, bro, listen, I literally listen after the shit broke. I cried laughing, bro, like dead ass. I was literally, literally, we. I was, I almost was late getting the guy off stage because me, Chevis, and Rob was dying, and, and Rashawn was trying to hold. No, Rashawn was dying laughing. Chevis was trying his best to hold it in. So he was like, "Not right now." Not, not like this. And not I just like couldn't. This. And then, and then, mind you, there's two ladies sitting right here. So when I fall, they're scared as shit, right? It's dark over there, so their eyes just open all the way to fuck up, like where the light, where they can see the light, bro. It was bad. I, I got it, it was, it at was bad, what, bro. At what point in the fall? Like, was it at the beginning? Was it in the middle? Or at the end when it was all said and done? Were you like? God damn it, it had to be the fat man. Like, at what point did it register? I never said that. I literally, <laughs> no. I'm telling you, dude, even as a fat dude, right? Even as a fat dude, every, if you ever break a chair for real, you know when you broke the chair. You get what I'm saying? Like, but you gotta yeah, know your ass is on the ground. But you gotta know no, 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 that nobody Lloyd, else knows. Lloyd, just I never, back, you know how, like, when you break board, a chair, you sit nope, down. Never had that listen, problem. You never broke a chair? <laughs> never. Everybody's broken a chair in their life. So Can't fuck all y'all. We've all had embarrassing moments. So now if you want oh, to try to put this on. If we're going to keep trying to talk about how big I am, we, we can we can keep doing this shit. And I'm it's not going to end the way you want to. Right? We can go over whatever embarrassing moment. I just, I appreciate the fact that you're over here like, uh, I ain't the only one over here that's so big that broke chairs. I know I ain't the only I'm one. I'm not so, so big. Hold on. First, you, ain't the, whoa, whoa, you ain't the only one. Pause. But it ain't a no, it ain't a right of passage. Hold on. I need y'all to relax. I need y'all to relax. I'm not so big that I can break chairs. I just know, I've seen people break chairs. And you can tell when a chair breaks, when it's versus somebody being big or versus something's wrong with the chair. That's all I'm trying to tell you, right? There was a comic. There was a comic in DC who broke a chair a long time, uh, a couple of years ago, and then called the paramedics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Called the paramedics because it was like my neck hurts because she fell into the gate oh. and the whole racket shit, right? And everybody was like, "Her big ass broke the chair." And I was like, "As I get why you guys want to make that joke. We can make the joke about the chair breaking. We can make the joke about you sitting in the chair that broke." I'm not trying to get, but it was, though. but it was a metal. You stupid. It was a metal chair that was rotted out, like. You know what I'm saying? Like, it didn't From matter who sat in it. That's what. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it didn't matter who sat in it. It would have no, broke. No, because you, you and I both know, as being a big guy for a while now, nobody's gonna sit there and discern the facts like that. Nobody's gonna sit there, see a big guy in a chair that busted, and be like, "Oh, I bet it was broke beforehand." They're gonna see the aftermath of that and be like, "Big boy broke the oh, chair." Nigga. So that's I'm why cool I'm saying, that. of course, I'm cool with that. I'm not, I'm not, no, no, so no, no. that's why I'm, no, I'm a It was a room full of comics. Whoa, 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 pause, pause. It was a room full of comics. It wasn't. This is what I'm trying. Listen, this is the part that I'm trying to get you to understand, bro. I never even got to sit in the chair. You know how like you put your hand on the chair when you sit that. Well, I'm fat. This is the fat part. Now this is the fat part. I'm not gonna lie. So I grabbed the. I'm grabbing the the back of the chair. So literally, that's why I didn't fall all the way to the ground. Because literally, I grabbed the back of the chair as I sat down. And as soon as I, as soon as my butt hit it, the shit was gone. <laughs> I was like, "Nigga, this shit ain't got no leg." It's like a folding chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a folding chair. It was the wooden ones. No, no, that was yeah. why it was even worse. You made the first wooden folding chair <laughs> Decepticon ever. I More than meets the eyes. What the fuck is the leg? And then, Eric, then you just hear Rob in the back, like. Hey, nigga. Uh, did you? <laughs> you could hear Rob in the back, but could you hear the chair just singing an old hymnal because it was going home? Swing low, uh, <laughs> sweet chariot. 
Come to tell me Sweet fucking Wi-Fi, yo. This Wi-Fi hurts. I was in the middle of a whole bit and it just went out. I was like, bitch. I just love I love the fact that you have to break yourself four different places before you sit down. You're like, I gotta grab the back of the stool, then I gotta grab the wall. It's got a nutty point of no, what? I gotta pull my- oh, listen, if you're gonna make a <laughs> joke, make the joke operation. right, nigga. I never said none of that shit. <laughs> I said I feel what you said. Yeah, this is not what I said you know when you go to sit down and you got to grab the back of the chair oh that's just me <laughs> like, yeah was that just me? like wait a minute wait a minute okay i don't even have a back of this said, chair go bro. to the go to the next point and i don't like, have back yeah of my but then i put my hand on the wall you know to brace myself <laughs> no 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 i didn't say that <laughs> i'm gonna bitch. put my foot down Fuck you. i'm gonna put my Fuck grab you. the table but i said when i fail i grabbed everything but that's, that's what i said but that's what I'm saying. You know, good and hell well, nobody's sitting back there like watching and being like, is the fat guy going to sit in the chair and then break? Can we laugh? No. All they heard was commotion, look back in the dark room, and they see big man busted chair. Oh, and yeah, that, nigga. Hey, at that point, you. Listen, were you I saw, like, listen, I know. No, at no. At that point, do you just stand up? You're like, it wasn't me. No, <laughs> nigga, I laugh. What the? First of all, this is a, this is the problem with you, Turks. This is, this, is, this is the problem with you, sir. Let me make sure this perfectly clear. When a person laughs at their shit, you just let them laugh, and that's when you move on, right? No, you until the you, laugh you, start to turn to cry. This mother, yeah, this I motherfucker does not let his laugh go. This motherfucker's like, no, we gotta dig on some more dirt. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because you blah 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 <laughs> blah blah. I'm white. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, motherfucker, you let that's that shit exactly run. You that's, gotta. It's exactly why it's annoying. But go ahead, go ahead. What's up? No, you take it. <laughs> Tell this, us more. Tell us more, white right, man. Far, just so I can just keep twisting that knife in you, Eddie. That's all I care about. No, no, I know. I That's okay. But That's why I brought up the spicy beef patty from nine months ago. <laughs> Motherfucker, I made, see what I'm saying? I made the joke. I'm the one who made the joke twice. Turns is like, it's like I'm same joke, just, different seasons. Keep making. I'm gonna just keep making up. I'm gonna just keep going ahead and keep digging into that one, cause it's, it's technically your funniness the same joke, was more fun. A different, different season. This, How do you it's take somebody winter, else's funny it's, part? It's, <laughs> You're worse than Joe Hill right now. Like what? <laughs> what? Okay, gentlemen. We're we got to talk about that. Shit. We're 45 minutes in. Jesus Christ. We got to talk about that. We got to talk about that, though. So, so, did you actually watch? So, did you guys watch the clip that? Uh, Rashawn sent, or did you watch any of the clips that are gave? For anybody that's yeah. out there, we have a comedian named Joe Hill who is now under fire from Godfrey and David Arnold Ooh, yeah. for joke theft. Mm. And joke the video was sent out. Um, it, it's in our Instagram inbox if you want to look where Godfrey basically pulls up how David Arnold goes over Joe Hill's thing. No, no, I watched, Arnold, so I watched David Arnold's. The, the, I watched so David Arnold's original. I watched the one yeah. that Rashawn had sent, and it was basically Godfrey showing you that via his phone mm-hmm. and then pulling mm-hmm. it back saying, we need to call out these fuck-ass people. But long story short, David Arnold says, hey, Joe Hill has an excellent joke, plays it. And he says, well, but I cut it up, cleaned it, and this out should have go. Then plays himself yeah. doing that. And we're talking like right. same level with Precious and Leslie Jones. Like you can't mistake it. You can't sit there and say, oh, it's parallel thinking or we yeah, have the same joke. this like it's the exact same joke sans changing a couple of people right and so that it, and it's from get... his netflix special so it was on netflix right but this is the part the part that killed him this is the part that killed him right he's david Arnold was like david Arnold literally says hey man 
maybe you guys think this guy doesn't know me, right? And then he puts up the Instagram DM where Joe Hill is like, Joe Hill's like, yo, you're one of my favorite comedians of all time. I love what you're doing. I hope I can work with you one day. Like, boom. Like, I just watched your special type shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. So it was like, bro, you took his special and took yeah. not only did he do he did his jokes from his special not only did he do his jokes from his special he got caught doing the jokes in cali Ooh. so david Arnold's from cali right he goes to cali and does the jokes basically somewhere that david Arnold stomp, uh is like david Arnold's stomping ground mm. so people text david Arnold with the clip of him doing the joke yikes the whole situation yeah the whole situation is back. In David Arnold's uh, Netflix special. That's a that's a good one. That's like a solid yeah. one from from COVID. Yeah, yeah. That it got it blew up during COVID. Yep. So that's why everybody, a lot of people know him from. But so, so fucking um. So then the the issue the issue goes into it gets even worse, right? So like if you get caught on something, right? Joke theft, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Uh, 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 you don't do something in comedy and everybody's beating your ass about it, right? Or right. Uh, shitting on your name about it, right? right? You got two choices. You can shut the fuck up, right? Or you can come out and apologize and be like, hey, listen, I apologize about that. Uh, obviously, I might I had effective thinking on this shit. And, or, I, or two, I had a lapse in judgment. Um, the, the bit was there. And like a fuck ass comic that I am right now, I fucking stole a bit. I only been doing the comedy for such and such long time. Blah blah blah. blah. I know I've met Joe Hill. He's a nice dude. Where's he? Right? Where's he based out of? New York, New York. Which you, we already know, right? So only thing he had to do was come out and like be like, "Yo, I'm sorry, man." Like blah blah do blah. You, blah. So, be I'm with, paying homage. so that's that was going to be my next question. Do you yeah. actually think you can come back from things like this? Is, no, but is there no, an no. avenue for yes? Nothing. I don't. Is it? It's an avenue if unless you do what Joe Hill did, which is double down and act like nigga. This shit is like he was like, "Yo, I didn't steal those jokes. I made those jokes up first. Now, like you know what I'm saying, like." Like, I'm not changing these jokes. I'm gonna keep doing these jokes. Nobody even yeah, eggs dog. Like he went in. Yeah. So but I'm saying I'm saying like if he wasn't right, like this this case aside, I'm trying to think of myself if if I were to identify a joke thief and they do something, I try to think to myself, am I gonna allow them room for redemption somehow? And I feel like if they were to apologize. And and that's I think apologize is a bare minimum. I'd be okay. But even still, I'm very suspect of them at that point. It's the because point of the cried wolf. Right. Yeah. You go, oh, that's a funny bit. Whose is it? Like, I mean, Carlos Mancia from fucking ever. He's but still he's still touring. And that's why I wonder, like, can we But he was say... bigger, Terrence? But he was yeah. bigger. He was bigger than Joe Hill. And he, and and in in the retrospect of the comedy world, not but, too many but, people but, fuck but, with him. But when you look at when you hear Carlos Mancia and you just go, you you hear a Carlos Mancia joke, everyone's first thought is like, who do you steal it from? That's a great who, joke. Who's is that? Yeah. Who's right. is it? Who's is it? <laughs> yeah. You know, and you gotta remember, like in the comedy world, a comedy world is different than the fucking audience world, right? So the audience world doesn't mean the audience world is gonna stop fucking with him. Like like fucking Carlos Mancia, right? Like Carlos Mancia is still opening up, I mean, doing shows yep. at comedy clubs. Yep. Why? Because the audience wants to see him. Right? right, but the comics all know that this motherfucker's a joke thief. 
Yeah. And anybody that follows comedy deeply knows he's a joke thief. That's the same thing with this Joe Hill situation, bro. David Honor yeah. went live with like 400, 500 fucking people just like in the daytime, just like, yeah, man, like, look, this dude stole my shit. Yeah. And then like, I think he has like over like 100 something views, 100,000 views on like uh, Instagram for this shit. Like, dude, this shit blew the fuck up. So this yeah. shit is beyond just like the Precious and Leslie Jones thing, right? Unfortunately for Precious, she wasn't bigger than Leslie Jones. Right. You get what I'm saying? And Leslie Jones isn't so big that it caught any type of attraction. Right. Not on a major level, right? Uh, we saw this with Tiana Douglas and Jess Hilarious. Right. Right. Neither one of them were big. Like, they weren't too big for this to go too far. Dave Arnold, on the other hand, just blew the fuck up off of Netflix. Yeah. Right. But he's been around. Like, he's been he's been around. And he's been around for years. Decades. Right. So, so you just stole one of his jokes. Not only did you steal his joke, you stole his joke from a Netflix special, which he has evidence of. Not only did you do that, you also text him or basically or DM him, tell him that he's one of your favorite comedians and you just saw his special, yeah. right? And then after that, you go and try to justify you stealing a joke. Bro, shut the fuck up, bro. I'm, yeah. Like, again, I like Joe Hill. I know who Joe Hill is. You get what I'm saying? Like, this isn't. This isn't like fuck Joe Hill situation. It's yo yo fuck what you saying. Don't don't right. talk on this shit. Like well, stop talking like, on this like, shit. If you're gonna double down, if your first thought <clears throat> is, I mean, if you for facts stole some shit, word for word, line from line, and and you're pretending like you didn't steal it, like that's that's tough. That's that's a hard act to follow based on like, hey, it's it's, it's similar thinking, punchline's a little different, whatever. And, and yeah, that I didn't know about the doubling down. And I, I feel like before the doubling down, I was like, maybe there's an avenue to salvage this. After that, man, there's there's no way. Man. What what no, it's an avenue to salvage all that shit. You like dog, no, you shut the fuck up, or you say, yo, listen, no, I came up with that joke. Like, is it like remember? I have a person in who in New York right now who's doing one of my bits that I know that he saw me do, right? And I saw his set before I before he saw me do that joke. And then I go up to New York and people thought I stole his joke. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no, I get it. That like dog, no, like sometimes it's that shit happens so regularly, especially with amateur comics that travel. Yeah, amateur comics that travel are lift. Uh, not all of them, but a lot of them are. They lift shit all the fucking time. You know what I'm saying? I did still ain't got 25 minutes. <laughs> like, right. but the end of the day, it's like they don't even realize that they do it sometimes. And I know that. Like, uh, 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 it's a comic. I'm not gonna. I was about to say his name, but I'm not gonna say his name. There's a comic that I know who got cussed out by a female comic because he lifted her joke. And literally, his thought—he was like, "Yo, I was, I was going off the top of my head. I just said the shit. I didn't even realize it was a joke until after I said it." And she was like, "I get it, but then you did the joke again. The first one I can let you slide on. Right, Why would you right. do it twice? Yeah, you get what I'm saying? Like some people just don't even realize that, like, they think that this shit is okay just to lift people jokes, and they don't understand the work that goes behind them sometimes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it's, it's, also, it's, sometimes they're too low." What, what people don't understand, like we do R and D, uh, research and development of these jokes. It's not like, oh, here's a thought, and then like every word is forged in fire every night. Yeah. Like we are trying to figure out what words to add, what words to cut out, how to, you know, every day is R and D. And when you just take basically a finished product, that's that's tough because you don't know how many how many sets, how many hours went into 
this one three-line joke. Yep. And that's why right. I'm surprised. Like, we've talked about it multiple times here before, right? The Fat Jew is a prime example of that because that's how he got famous. Yep. He got rich, famous, got rich. sponsorships. He got dumb rich off of that by stealing people's shit, made zero apologies. And it's still surprising that we're however many years removed from that. And we're in a time like this where litigation goes left and right and we still have no sort of intellectual property sort of copywriting laws or something that like at best at best right the most you can hope you can do is upload that shit to youtube quietly to have a date time stamp and then fight it out later but even then it's not going to a court it's basically going to the court of public opinion which is what i, I want at this point no that's agreed. what i'll take <laughs> I, i'll definitely take that but it's still not really fucking unfortunate that that has to go that way especially if somebody has more clout than you because it don't matter it don't yeah. matter what date time stamp they get it on TV, whatever you're fucked out of that material. Period. Oh boy. Well, shit happens. I, I got. I got to look into that. I got to figure out which joke it is because I love that David Arnold. Uh, that that whole that whole album is like fucking fire to me. So that upsets me. Yeah, it's it's, it's like you can't you can't make a case to say anything other than oh no that's. It's basically like when you've seen a couple of comics out in that area that are the older kind that dabble in acting and whatnot. Y'all know who I'm talking about. I ain't going to drop names, but they do a lot of those little Johnny jokes and then just make it about them. And they're like, oh, I, I killed. And it's like, bro, I've been hearing those little Johnny jokes since I was like seven. You just put your name in on it. And now it's yours. Yeah. All right. Whatever. I guess. One of my one of yeah. my longtime buddies, Long, he's asking, uh, how do you feel uh, that it's easier these days to track your bits as you work out with a quick video from the phone and upload it to social media? Back then, you didn't get the recorded bits from open mic nights. I record everything, both the audio and the video. Yeah. And uh, I think that, and I do upload it, but it's just not. Uh, it's private. I, yeah. yeah, it's private. It's private. Same with mine. Private or unlisted. For for that exact reason, to make sure. Again, I've got a date timestamp. I go back and watch my stuff. I've been actually walking, watching quite a bit of my library to go through old, old jokes from when I first started because I'm like, damn, I haven't put my eight-year flavor on year one jokes. Let me see yep. if I can kind of punch those up a little bit. But I, I think it's very important if you're a comic and you're not recording all of your sets, you're not recording all of your bits and reviewing them, I think you're doing yourself a disservice. Just like every athlete, they're, they're watching film. You got to do the same thing. And... um yeah, not yeah. I do. I, I record all mine. I don't. I, I don't do the audio, and I don't. Up, I don't upload it. I have my shit in my Google Docs. Yeah. But so like, I I have the. I have the first time I ever did the security bit. You get what I'm saying? Like I have that shit docked, and it's before. You know what I'm saying? It's before Baltimore. Before I met him. So it's like, but then, but then this is the other thing, and like we can jump out because I know we got all got to go. Um, the other part of it is, and Eddie Bryant told me this. You sometimes you can make a joke so unique to yourself that nobody can steal it. And if you don't, then why are you even doing it? Right. But that's and what I mean. But, like, but that's it, the, it's thing. the whole like, joke. It's the can, whole joke, bro. But it's so unique to you, but doesn't mean it can't be stolen. Like I could do a David Arnold joke right now. Yeah. and just yeah. I can shoot no, no, it. The right that's, way. That's, that, that's the thing. I get your I point on be, that. I yeah. can be good enough to figure out how to deconstruct it just enough to then plug my shit in. I, yeah. I guarantee yeah, you. But you can be also it. good enough to be caught in a dark alley with no cameras. Are you threatening me? Some people are okay with that. Some people are, you can be caught in a dark alley. No, no. I'm just, no, no. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is the whole 
the whole gist of the joke, right? Yeah. Like you, you'll never see somebody do the whole bit that I do with my security joke. But I've also seen people that I've never met. I've seen one dude I never met before. We never crossed paths. He's only been doing comedy four years. Do uh, I didn't see it, but he was on it because I showed up late. But he was on a show that I was on, and the audience told me. You get what I'm saying? So it's mm-hmm. like, bro, like you start to you start to see like if, and, and there's a lot of people who think similar to you. There's a lot, but you can make the entirety of that joke. You get what I'm saying? Fit yeah. you. And if you can't, then all due apologies, man. I like what Dave Arnold did. I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. And a lot of people was like, a lot of people was like, he did it. He did it so nicely. He, he did, did it, it so eloquent. He did it classic. Yeah. Also, the fact that it's already out for him. You know, it's already out. Yes. It's already out there. It's already like, right. if I'm working on a bit and it's not out there yet, you go. It gets bad. Fuck. Yeah. It gets it's bad. Yeah. It gets bad. So, yo. Let's leave Yo. it there, bro. Love you guys. Word of the day, Dicketry. Hit me with that music. That's why I'm mad with it. That's why I'm mad with it. Get out the trap with it. Whatever you want, whatever you need, it's on tab. Get it. I always. That's why I'm mad with it. That's why I'm mad with it.